You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of their naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Can we get into the pussy? I don't know. <laughs> There's a couch on the pussy lawn. There is. It went away. Well, That's probably for the better. Welcome to uh, the special edition of oh, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, is I mean, this too loud? Do you think? I don't know. Well, like, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. just a, a scotch. A scotch. I always. Love. I always, but uh, yeah. I, I always love that word scotch. What is the origins of scotch? Denim, denim, denim. What's that term? Excuse me. The origin of a word, there's a term for it. <coughs> Denom. Anyways. Um, yeah, so we watched this show, this new, like, thing on Netflix. I swear to God, Netflix, you owe us fucking money, like, for these reviews. But or, like, they should just hire us, because we could have written this show, like, years ago, you know? We did write this show years ago. Yeah, we lived the show years ago. So it's called Sex Education, which you didn't actually tell people what you're talking about. I yet. didn't, that's true. <laughs> so that. Which is a British-based TV show uh, that is about sex. Like a coming-of-age-ish thing with Jillian, Jillian Anderson? Gillian Anderson? How do you say her name? Yeah, that one. Yeah, like the X-Files lady. Is it really her? It's really her. I looked really it up. High. Like, yeah, I looked that it up. It's really her. I can barely keep my eyes open. I notice. I know. You Well, you've you've kept me in your uh, apartment for now almost a week. Yeah. Kept me shackled. Yeah, shackled. Very shackled. <laughs> poorly <laughs> fed. <laughs> poorly slept. I'm going to get, like, reported to some, like, <laughs> list. <laughs> This actually isn't a sex podcast. This is like a cry for help. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some people probably think that already. Uh, Don't be so self-deprecating. It's not cute. It doesn't. Who says I was talking about me? Uh, Oh, self-defecating. Self. That's not the term. Somebody sent me a message the other day that said (laughs) instead of studying, we could masturbate together. It said we could masticate together. No. I was like, what about chew food? What what, what if that's what they really wanted? I mean, yeah, sure, but like, why is your like? Okay, fine, maybe, but like he corrected it and then like was like, obviously I meant masturbate, and I was like, yeah, but why is your phone auto? Right, my phone. By the way, I've tried to spell masturbate many times with my phone, and it never went to masticate. Never ever. I'm pretty sure if I tried to spell masticate, it would autocorrect to masturbate, if anything, yeah. which is not even a word it autocorrects. Yeah, it was really strange. Okay, so like this show, I'm, try- I'm actually testing it as we speak. The show looks like it. <laughs> yeah, you should test it. The show looks like it was fairly well reviewed on the interwebs, and um, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was well done. There's nudity within the first 30 seconds. That should give people fair cause to, like, go watch it. And you might learn something. Right. I'm supposed to talk about it. I like. I don't. I was rolling blunt. My bad. Um, No, the show. It it seems. I feel like it's going to get more excited, but it's. It was really fun. It's a kid who has a mom as a sex therapist, and she's obviously like 
embarrassing to him even though she shouldn't be because he learns a lot from her. And then there's all these interwoven, like, problems and or solutions with and about sex going on, or right. for, I should say, um, within these, you know, these teenage lives, which is interesting. So then, obviously, at some point, somebody picks up on the fact that sex ed kid with, or sex ed mom kid has the ability to, like, actually use his knowledge he's picked up on from his very luciferous mother and turn around and actually use it at school because some, like, random person notices it. And then they were like, let's make a business out of this. So, right. like, essentially, I we, we've only watched the first two episodes, so there's, like, obviously so much more to come, but they've laid the groundwork of what I think is a pretty cool plot. Yeah, no, I love it. I love, I love seeing within the first, like... I don't know, 20 minutes, like, the Oedipus complex being brought up, like, the idea of, like, his mother, who is also essentially, like, a chicken hog, she seems to be, in general, into younger men, but maybe not exclusively, because there was, like, a a few things. What term did you just use? Chicken hog. What the fuck is a chicken hog? So we used to use the term chicken hog back in the day. I don't know if they still use it, but, like, at the gay bars for, like, the wall of, like, older men that were there just looking for, like, younger guys, twinks, whatever, they were called the chicken hogs. Like, no, because there, like there was a guy in, like, the second episode that was older, remember? Yeah, that's true. She's just that's an equal true. opportunist. You're right. She's You're right. just a sex therapist. She is. You know? Yeah, she's very she's open-minded. Fucking, she'd be I like fucking. that. Um, I like that it, like, talked about, like, slut-shaming right away on some level. I liked that, um... Well, like, right, it hasn't even gone into talking about those things, it's just sure. brought up those things. Right, that's yeah, that's say, what I'm know? saying, yeah. It's introduced all these topics. Right. The, like, essentially main character is a young, this, this young gentleman who's best friend, his total best friend, not just, like, bullshit best friend, is, like... This queer POC boy, and it's like amazingly sweet, like their relationship and like the things that they learn from each other. I love every second of it so far. I think it's very like, um, you know what I would ask you? Like, how do you think, like, because it's interesting, like, I think there's some overlap with like big mouth kind of themes as far as like correcting misinformation a little bit here and there. Right. Absolutely. Or just like poking fun at some of the misinformation that is out there. Right. You know, but it's also like, it's very different to see like real time actors, like, you know, taking these kind of themes and like wrestling with them, having, it seems well, like... and it's showing you cool things. Like it's showing you the sides of things that you aren't going to expect out of a normal, like, you know, coming of age kind of show. Because, like, for example, one of the themes is, like, a person that has a large dick and is known for having a large dick, and they actually have a sex problem. And I'm not going to say what it is so you guys watch it, but, you know, one of their sex problems is essentially the cause of all of this pressure of being known to have a big dick. And right. because of that, all of the stigma that comes with it of, like, or, like, just, like, the pressure that comes with, like, oh, well, that means you have to be able to perform X, Y, Z, da, da, da. You know what I mean? So, like, that's not, oh, boo-hoo, big dick problems. Big dick problems are a thing, you know? So they're showing different sides of stories that they maybe not would have, like, you know, who, who like, what storyline ever has gone over, like, large dick size. I know. Like, having, right. like, a dick that's too big. First world problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, yeah. you know, it's, like... No, I, I, I like... We usually see storylines of the opposite, so it's cool to, like, have them go into, like, a, a brand new 
already they went into a couple of brand new things, at least as far as what I can tell from like what I've seen on TV. So. Yeah, and and they definitely do that. Like, what was it in like Nanette's thing, or that not Nanette's thing, that 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 comedy special Nanette, where like they talked about like you get somebody in this tension thing and you let it go with like some comedic like device of some sort, and the show is very good at like getting you in like this very serious subject and handling it really well but like handling it in such a way where there is comic like exhale where you're like ah, okay cool everything's okay even though wow that was awkward you know right I, well right i mean of of course like it's, it's some of it's a bit hyperbolic but it's it's fun like they're doing it in a way that's pretty realistic yeah. and like I remember it's it's funny because in one part the the son of the sex therapist is like filling out the diagram of the vulva vagina you know basically that whole area and I remember specifically that picture being given to me in like high school oh, that we had right. to fill out and we had to be yeah. like oh here's the mons and here's the labia minora major and here's yeah. the hood like all of those different things. That, like, I just remember having to write down. He, like, literally did it, like, in front of me on the screen. It was kind of cool. Like, I, I liked seeing, like, how realistic it really is, you well, know? Well, and I love that subtle part, too, that assumption. Because, you know, I think even for boys, like, when we're talking about these, like, young, like, beginning sexual interactions with whomever, you know, this this kind of, like assumption that like girls know everything there is to know and this is like was a subtle scene that showed that like in this case this girl who is very smart they've demonstrated that is sexual but didn't exactly know what all her body parts were was unable to label it well herself. right she she was corrected by the kid that had the the, the sex therapist the sex mom. yeah exactly like, so it, it's kind of it's kind of fun to like see that yeah exactly like you there's so much, and and the pussy is definitely the least known creature in the world out of all Amen. the creatures, even the Amen. ones deep deep down in the sea. You know what I mean? So it was it was a nice like, and it was a good. You know what? The other you know what part I really did enjoy actually. Yeah. They were sort of discussing at the very beginning. They were discussing one of the characters having no desire to masturbate, and. It was actually a male character, and it was kind of fun because, in a way, it once again, flipping the script. Usually we hear about a female character being like, no, I don't go down there, and then her girlfriend be like, ooh, let's get a vibrator. Like, this is a, that's an ongoing topic in like TV shows, movies, right. things like that. But dudes aren't ever like, man, you jerking off yet? No, you don't? Dude, come on, you gotta jerk off. Like, that's not really common in, like, the, you know, the male bonding. It's already assumed that you're jerking off and you're right. jerking off all the time. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Or you're Absolutely. doing it with your friends, for fuck's sake. So, like, <coughs> uh, so the fact that, like, they flip that on its script. But then also, <laughs> uh, usually, like, in, in storylines and on TV, they, they do, like, the, the scenes with, like, the girls being like, oh, you don't masturbate? Let me teach you about that. But in real life... It would normally be the the girl, and she wouldn't actually be getting advice from her female friend, typically. Right, you know what I mean? It would right. be the girl not having the conversation, because she can't. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, no girls are sitting around talking about masturbation. Like, it's not a thing that they right. do, unfortunately. Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm not also 13 right now, so maybe it's changing, because our world is changing. But I just remember, back in my day, 
and even in within my circle of friends, girls are women are not talking about masturbating and how they masturbate, right. what they like to do while masturbating. It's very, very taboo. It's very cliche. It's very like, oh my god, don't talk about, it, don't talk yeah. about. It. Like it's very like, ew, that's that's supposed to go on in the comfort of your own home or like whatever or like no, that's what I have a guy for. Excuse right. me, you have a guy for what? To never bring you to full orgasm. Because I'm pretty sure my best <laughs> orgasms were done by my fucking self. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just it's interesting to see how they're flipping the script, but then also showing the the difference between when a guy has this problem, he has somebody to talk to about it. If right. a girl has this problem, does she? Maybe in this narrative of this perfect world where everybody's talking about sex and fucking on like the campus, but that's really not high school. That's a hyperbolic version. Right? No, absolutely, right? absolutely. Which is which is you know. Which is something that, like, you know, you wrestle with it. And you're like, oh, okay, but the purpose of this show is not to show you, like, true life. This is, like, to show you what would it look like if we actually started, like, equip- e- equipping... Equipping... Why can't I fucking ever talk? <laughs> Arming? <laughs> Giving the information required to make smart decisions about your sex and your sexuality. Well, right. I understand, like, the plot line isn't realistic, but I'm just saying, like, even just their subtle things about, like, oh, you know, they're supposed to be representing what high school looks like, and maybe that in the UK is what high school looks like, but kids aren't fucking on campus right. here. I know oh, that, no, no, you know? no. For, like, yeah, no, no. They were literally, one kid had his, like, fucking pants down by his legs. Yeah, no, it's that's like, true. kids aren't even allowed to hang out in the front of schools, usually. That's you have true. to, like, get in and, like, get to your class. Like, you know, it was a little bit, like, yeah. over the top. I like some of the, like, I like some, you know, I'm always a big fan. Like, I think Degrassi does, like, a really good job at this. But, like, you know, the his little BFF there says, you know, she's not popular. She, or he's, like... He's like, oh, you need to know this girl, this girl that was, like, slut-shamed in, like, the first scene. And he's like, no, she's not popular. She's scary. And he's like, oh, my gosh, she's cool. That's even better than popular. And, like, I really love those kind of subtle, like, influences where, like, you know, it's, like, true. Like, what's fun about popular? They, like, show clippets, all these things. Those two characters, like, Maeve and, I'm sorry, what was the boy's name? The one that loves her. The gay boy that loves her. Uh, oh, they keep calling him Tromboner, yeah, so I they know. don't use his real name. I'm, well, I, I also that. haven't. I've only remembered one name so far, so of course. But that yeah. kind of, I feel like it reminds me of like if you and I were in high school, but I were like two grades ahead of you. Yeah, that's what exactly. would have happened. I would have been like, I would have been your little like fucking. Absolute oh my god, she talked to me like he exactly. was all like excited. It was really because cute. she's cool in that like edgy way. Like it's funny we only well, remember he, the girl character. He would name. give a left nut to not care about what people think of him or are right. saying about him, Absolutely. and that's sort of the idea. Absolutely. Is like he would she embodies everything yeah. that. Like, honestly, and, and how many, I feel like that's a, that's an awesome heroine character in a story, like, just to have, like, that girl that, the boys that can't be themselves, maybe the gay boys, or the this boys, or the that boy, like, whomever can't be themselves, like, looking up to, like, a strong female character as yeah. their, like, you know, role model. It's really right. nice to see, like, I like that. I mean, and I just love the whole premise is that the anti-hero in this is, like, a sex educator, you know? Like, there's so much relatable... Like, growing up for me, and I know because we met, like, very much based on, like, our sex knowledge that, like, there's something to be said when you can't fit in any other category. What is the crossover? People do come to you, like, the smart kids, the whoever, the, like, cool kids or whatever and start asking you questions. Right, which was, yeah, which that was, that was shown in the, it was cool because this kid that went from just, like, some nobody or some kid that was even picked on 
he went from that to a kid that was like being talked spoken to by every single you know group or clique of kids at school everybody had a sex question and i feel like you're right that was trying to show obviously like the uniting force between all of us as humans whether we're going through it as adolescents as prepubescence or as fucking adults, a big united. Well, obviously prepubescence that doesn't unite us as much, but <laughs> at postpubescence, I should say, you know, as adolescents and as adults, the uniting force is that we all have the drive to fuck each other. You know right. what I mean? And like, of course, like it's taboo, especially to talk about it about like amongst you know. I I do notice obviously the UK can get away with the whole like sixteen year olds like showing a dick of a of what quote-unquote is a 16-year-old because their laws there are different, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, they always walk that line, like, way way further. Like, Skins, for example. The UK version of Skins was far riskier, you know? Absolutely. Because, like, yeah. they, they weren't, tra- like, they were like, yeah, these kids are supposed to be 15. Who gives a shit? Like, we're going to show right, them. Right, 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 right. Okay, you know? I so, know. like, which is, like... You know, there's the good and the bad of that because, of course, like, now we're sexualized. Honestly, like, who's going to watch that show and see that dude's dick and be like, oh, well, that's not a sexual thing to see. That's a sexual thing to see. So we're sexualizing essentially what is supposed to be a teenager. So it, it is that interesting, like, combination of you know, a sex show that you can sexualize, but you also cannot at the same time, you know, like right. there are parts to it that are like, you have to remember these are still children talking about it. And while putting yourself in the shoes of them and thinking back to that time is fine. You also have to like toe the line of like, okay, but they're still kids, you know? Right. I mean? like, but in not it, kids. And it should give, teens. it should give, it gives, we all know that teens have sexuality, right? And like, as much as no, like, I'm just, I'm addressing the fact that we're seeing body parts. No, that, no, no, like, no, no. The, you know, absolutely. You, we Abs- don't really see like teenager dick in fucking the U.S. No, no, no. It's, a, it's Ab- something absolutely. to address. It really is. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I mean, people have to, you know, people do have to remember to watch things with like the scope on. And I understand those people are probably 18 in real life, and so that's why, once again, it's that line that you just have to understand what you know. Absolutely what you're watching. But anyways, I digress. I just have to say that as, you know, my moral compass always says to make sure people understand, like, you know, while we're saying this is an awesome show, there's some hot parts to it. Like, watch it for the educational part. Absolutely. More than anything Yeah, yeah, else. yeah. Don't watch it for, Don't like... watch it to watch kids bang. That's weird. Yeah, you know? seriously. Like... <laughs> seriously. But, like, and, and with that, like, I just think the thing I would add to that is, like, you know... If there's something that makes you uncomfortable about that, you really have to examine and think about and be honest about your own sexuality and the thoughts in your head. Because, like, you should be able to watch different, you know, sections and categories of people express themselves sexually without it being, like, a weird thing for you, right? Like, you can watch a film where two elderly people are intimate and, like, you you don't have to, like, be like, oh, gosh, you know. That's gross or whatever. Right, exactly. You know, like, the same thing with watching gay sex in a film or, like, you know, whatever, you know, like, these are, like, things appreciate, like, it's intimacy, it's learning moment, like, it's people navigating. Well, and especially to say that, I feel like a lot of people that maybe would benefit by watching this show would be people with, you know, kids or teens that are going through this stuff and that might be the exact type of people who would watch it and kind of get bugged out by the right. fact that, like, okay, now I'm watching six-year-olds fuck on on the screen. Like, that's fucking weird. Not fuck. Right. I shouldn't no, say. Yeah, it's not like no, porno. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, there are parts to it that are very sexual. Like, there's, yeah. like, 
you know, a girl, it's open to There's the girl riding a dude with yeah, her tits absolutely. out. You know sexuality I mean? from the open. So absolutely. like, so like, I can see why a parent would be like, "No, I don't want to watch this. This is weird." No, you have to watch it because it's real. And these are yeah. the questions, and these are the this is the naivete that your kids are trying to navigate sex with. You know what I mean? Like these same weird things that are happening on the screen and these same weird questions these kids are having are the same questions your kids are having. And that's a guarantee. You know what I mean? So it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. I agree. Can't. <laughs> Aaron, always on his phone. Ouch. Literally doesn't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I do. I know exactly what we're talking uh, about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, we've only watched two episodes. But yeah. So far, but it's been pretty fucking good. Definitely give it a watch. I think it, like, at least starts some very interesting conversations. And, like, the advice he gives, like, who knows, like, if it's good advice. I mean, like, I'm very interested how the show is, like, sourcing their, like ideas and concepts of good like sex education advice you know what i mean yeah yeah i wonder probably our podcast (laughs) so the only i don't want i don't have anything else to say about the show but the only other thing i have to say is i don't know when this episode is coming out but um if it's not the 18th yet and you're listening to this Head to my many bits page, which you can find by searching Felicia Space Raw. Nice. Or you can click on my link in my Twitter that's dirty, which is at People's Tramp. And that will bring you to my main page right underneath my picture. There'll be a blue button that says vote for me. You can vote for free once a day, and that'll give me one vote. Or you could pay money to vote for me. So, like, if you've ever wanted to get me a little present or something, which I don't know if there's many people out there that would want to do that but <laughs> i feel like a couple <laughs> people have asked me like what's your amazon wish list or stuff like that so yeah. like, if there's anything you ever wanted to do, do i this. really 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 want to win mv newcomer of the year like i really i, f- I don't see myself ever winning a, a prize at many vids ever again and if i could get in the top five i could potentially do it and like i can't do it without the money votes unfortunately so like even if it's like five bucks it really does help me I don't like to ask for things ever. And your money, if it's going to go to a better cause, put it there. But if it's not... Bring it here. Feel free to bring it there. Put it here. And vote for me. And the the other cool part is that I'm not just asking you for money. You get prizes in return. So if you vote for me, free thank you. And if you vote for me for money, thank you so much. And you get prizes. The list is on my About Me section or my wall, which it'll give you the full rundown of what you can earn if you you know, do $5 up through $1,000 donation. $1,000 basically, like, you get me for a full fucking day of your life, essentially. So that sounds worse than what I mean, but you'll see what it means. <laughs> um, so anyway, so thanks to people who have been voting, and I'm at, like, number 37. Let's get me into, like, the top 10, please. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye.